Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And traffic rolling just fine through all of these work zones up and down the 95 corridor without delay because of the light volume of traffic. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Starting your Tuesday off with some scattered clouds. More cloud cover will be filling in later today, turning our skies mostly cloudy. But temperatures this morning about 20 to 27 degrees. Later today, we'll climb to about 45 degrees. Can't rule out an isolated shower late day. Better chance of rain Wednesday through the end of the week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 27 degrees, Fort Belvoir. 32, Foggy Bottom, 30, Silver Spring, 29 and holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour Tuesday for you on T.O.P. Is she in or is she out? The latest on the status of Montgomery County's school superintendent. I'm Kate Ryan. A deadly shooting near a metro station in northeast D.C. A man wanted for killing eight over two days in Chicago has died from an apparent suicide in Texas. Voting begins in the New Hampshire primary. It took 30 years, but Fairfax County police say they have a man who fled the country after murdering his wife. I'm Valerie Bong. They have gains across the board on Wall Street. Asian stocks higher this morning. Good morning, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Some voters have already cast their ballots in the New Hampshire primary in the tiny town of Dixville Notch, where people traditionally vote just after midnight in presidential primaries and elections. All six votes went to Nikki Haley. Voters here in New Hampshire. And I think Trump, he wants to be king. Really tell you how they feel. The real Trump, I think, is a very good, decent, honorable. That surprises some because I was hearing about his many marriages. But my reason for supporting Trump is that what he did before, what he can do. But Jim is all in for Nikki Haley. We need a candidate, a president who is policy focused. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. The search has come to an end for a man police say shot and killed a total of eight people in suburban Chicago over the past few days. 23-year-old Romeo Nance was found in a small town southwest of San Antonio, Texas, where police say he shot and killed himself. Joliet, Illinois, police say Nance was the subject of a search after one person was found dead in an apartment complex on Sunday in that city, some 40 miles southwest of Chicago. Joliet Police Chief Bill Evans says on Monday, in two homes on the same street... A total of seven people were found shot to death in these two locations. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. The Supreme Court has ruled 5-4 to four that while the legal fight makes its way through the appeals process, Border Patrol agents can cut the razor wire that Texas agents installed on the Mexico border. CBS News immigration reporter Camila Montoyo-Galvez is in the Texas border town of Eagle Pass. This is in no way an end to this legal fight between the administration and Texas over this specific issue of the razor wire. This will suspend a lower court ruling 
but an appeals court in New Orleans is still reviewing this case and could very well side with Texas in another decision that we could get any day now. Tens of thousands of customers are under a boil water advisory in Memphis, says Doug McGowan. He oversees the city's water system. We can send those results to the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation so that we can lift that boil water advisory, which I anticipate will happen into next week. Martin Luther King Jr.'s youngest son, Dexter Scott King, has died at the age of 62. Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporter Ernie Suggs knew him. The fact that he passed away of prostate cancer, which impacts black men particularly disproportionately, a lot of people didn't know because his family is so private and this is a private matter. The Israeli military says 10 Israeli soldiers have been killed in fighting in southern Gaza. Three officers were killed yesterday. More than 25,000 people have been killed in Gaza since the fighting began in October. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. It's Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in this early 1 a.m. hour. Glad you're with us. Scattered clouds as we head towards daybreak. Another cold one. Morning to Veronica, we're holding in the 20s. We're at 29 right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Hours after the Montgomery County School Board Superintendent went public this week with news that she's been asked now to step away from her job, the Board of Education holds a closed-door meeting and issues a brief statement on the issue. Monifa McKnight, who's in the middle of her contract as superintendent of Montgomery County Schools, released a statement Monday saying officers of the Board of Ed asked her to step away. But there's, in her words, no justification for the move and that it violates the terms of her contract. After a late-day closed-door meeting, the Board of Ed issued a statement of its own saying it continues to fulfill its role as an employer, an indication McKnight remains in her job, and that because it's a personnel matter, there would be no further comment. The County Education Association called the situation disturbing chaos and accused McKnight of declaring open war on the Board of Ed, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 104 Tuesday, also developing this Tuesday morning, a shooting locally in Northeast D.C. near the Deanwood Metro Station, leaving one teenager dead, another hurt. All happened around 3.30 yesterday, Monday afternoon, we're told, on Minnesota Avenue. Police said this morning the teens were driving at the time a stolen car from Prince George's County before another car pulled up alongside them and someone inside Open fire. We do believe that there was other individuals inside of the stolen vehicle where our victims were located. Uh, we do have images of them. We are trying to locate them as possible witnesses. That is D.C. Police Department Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle. According to police this morning, three men ran away from the scene. They wore all black at the time and were headed toward Mead Street when last seen. Police are this morning searching for a light-colored Acura sedan that was involved in the shooting incident. WTOP at 105. Police in Fairfax County, Virginia, announcing the end to a very long, long manhunt for an estranged husband suspected of killing his wife a decades ago. 24-year-old Anna Hirado was found stabbed to death in Falls Church almost 33 years ago. Fairfax County police had information to suspect her estranged husband, Jose Cruz, killed her, but he fled to El Salvador before he could be arrested. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. This really isn't a traditional cold case. It was solved virtually right away. Detectives had a felony murder warrant for Cruz in 1991 before he fled. And then about eight years later, Fairfax County detectives traveled to El Salvador and got more information on Cruz, but didn't find him. Then in 2022, 
the Department of Justice contacted the Fairfax County Police and said that crews have been apprehended while crossing into Costa Rica from Nicaragua. On January 18th, crews was surrendered to the U.S. Marshals Service and extradited to the U.S. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 106. In other news, this morning on WTOP, a casino and conference center would be built in local Fairfax County, all as part of legislation introduced by a Northern Virginia lawmaker. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us this Tuesday morning it's being considered right now for the second straight year. The first talks last year had the casino getting built in Reston, but now State Senator Dave Marsden has introduced a bill to have the complex open in Tyson's. Where the facility is going is a closed down auto dealership that uh, has virtually no chance of, of, of being resurrected. It'd be on Route 7 near the Spring Hill Metro. We could attract business from Bethesda, Chevy Chase, Potomac, Gaithersburg, Rockville, Northwest D.C. Marsden anticipates some people may have concerns. There are people who don't like the image of gambling. But he's confident the complex would boost the economy. Tyson's is our downtown. That's where this belongs, in your downtown. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It would go to a ballot referendum where voters would have the last say if the General Assembly were to approve that bill. Abortion rights opponents locally in Maryland launching a campaign yesterday, Monday, the 51st anniversary, actually a Roe v. Wade, to enshrine the right for women to end their pregnancies in the Maryland Constitution in November. Members of the Freedom in Production Maryland Ballot Initiative, the committee announcing the effort in front of the state capitol is when they announced it this week on Monday. Last year, Maryland lawmakers voted to put the constitutional amendment on the ballot after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in 2022, ending the nationwide right to an abortion. Maryland law already protects the right to abortion. The state approved legislation back in 1991 to protect abortion rights if the Supreme Court were to allow abortion to be restricted. Voters showed their support for the law the following year when 62 percent backed it in a referendum. Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one in the state. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome into WTOP. It's 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. On the southbound side of 95 between 644 Franconia Road and the Franconia Springfield Parkway, Virginia 289. Remnants of the accident involving a tractor trailer still sitting, still sitting over on the far right shoulder. You notice the flashing lights with responding units, but it looks like it's in the clearing stages. Traffic getting behind the main lanes without any kind of difficulty. On the right lane of the key bridge right after M Street and Canal Road Northwest, watch out for the open manhole cover. This is causing no delays, though traffic getting by to the left on the Key Bridge outbound. As you make your way from Georgetown into Virginia, Loudoun County accident eastbound Old Ox Road at Shaw Road in Sterling. One lane blocked because of the accident. Police on the scene to help you get through. In Arlington, we've got the water main break on South Eat Street affected both directions at 15th Street South. They say the intersection is closed and expected to be closed throughout the rush hour this morning, again because of the broken water main. Then you got the broken water main going on in Prince George's County in Maryland. 
Maryland. This is on southbound Baltimore Avenue, US 1, between Cherry Hill Road and Lackawanna Street. You'll find that the uh, right lane is blocked. You also have the broken water main on northbound 1 and lower at Laurel Park Boulevard in Howard County. The right lane and right shoulder closed. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished uh, is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Starting your Tuesday off with some scattered clouds. More cloud cover will be filling in later today, turning our skies mostly cloudy. But temperatures this morning about 20 to 27 degrees. Later today, we'll climb to about 45 degrees. Can't rule out an isolated shower late day. Better chance of rain. Wednesday through the end of the week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 29 degrees in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, January 23rd, here at WTOP. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payments, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Macy's has rejected a $5.8 billion takeover offer by private investors days after cutting more than 2,000 jobs. United Airlines says it'll lose money this quarter, partly from grounded 737 MAX jets and partly from higher labor costs. Jose Andres has doubled the recent donation to D.C. Central Kitchen to $1 million, funds it'll use for its Healthy Corners food program. The Dow closed about 38,000 for the first time ever Monday at a record up 138 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And overseas this early morning, we are looking that Asian stocks mainly higher, with the exception of the Nikkei, which is down 41 points this 1 a.m. hour. The Kospi is up 11. The Hang Seng is up 444. And the Shanghai is up almost six points. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. To New Hampshire we go next. In-depth. WTOP, it's 112. Stay with us. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike, and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Oh, Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, partly cloudy skies this overnight, early morning, still cold. Veronica said we should be looking for a low in the 20s by daybreak. We are at 27 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. It's 114 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTOP Tuesday morning, campaign 2024. The first votes in the first of the nation primary have now been cast this morning in Dixville Notch, New Hampshire. 
Former President and former Ambassador Nikki Haley receiving six out of six votes. President Trump receiving none. On the eve of New Hampshire's presidential primary, almost every top Republican lines up behind former President Donald J. Trump. Polls in the state suggesting he does lead overall. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley by a lot. Haley is the last major challenger actually standing in Trump's way, and New Hampshire is uniquely suited to her strengths. But the answer for most conservatives is they want Trump to have another chance at beating President Joe Biden, despite Trump's 2020 election loss and the 91 felony charges he faces right now in four separate indictments. Haley is urging supporters not to give up. Washington Post politics reporter Hannah Knowles joins our Dimitri Sotis this morning to talk about the situation Nikki Haley finds herself in this morning before the New Hampshire primary. I think it's a tough situation because, yes, she is polling closer to Trump than any of Trump's other rivals ever got. That's why she's the last person standing against him in this race. But, um, you know, I think the expectations for Haley have also risen um, because she is kind of getting that one-on-one shot at Trump right now that she's always wanted. Other people have dropped out. And so a lot of people say if she can't beat him in New Hampshire, where else can she beat him? This is a favorable state for her where she spent a lot of time. And yet I saw a quote from uh, uh, Haley to NBC News, and she may be telling your colleagues at The Post something similar. She says, we want to be stronger than we were in Iowa. And, you know, absolutely you want to be stronger than, than that third place finish, but you, you need to be stronger than Trump. So it's it's interesting to hear her say that. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to set expectations, right? And, and you know, I think her and her supporters hope that even like a strong second that they can carry that into South Carolina. That's her home state. And then that she can kind of really take Trump on there. But, um, you know, South Carolina is a more conservative electorate than New Hampshire. Um, Trump has a lot of support there. He has a lot of endorsements. And um, it just feels like South Carolina in a lot of ways could be a steeper climb for her than than here. When uh, you talk to people in the know and do your own reporting, was it kind of a stunner over the weekend that Ron DeSantis so quickly folded between Iowa and New Hampshire? I mean, we knew his campaign was in trouble for a long time. But if Donald Trump has another very strong night in New Hampshire, could it be that Nikki Haley does the very same thing? You know, it's always possible. I mean, I think that DeSantis was in a much more dire position than Haley because he had banked everything on Iowa. I think that, you know, Haley has more of a shot in South Carolina than than DeSantis did. But, um, yeah, I mean, I certainly I wouldn't rule it out. Last question here. Trump campaigns of old were notoriously erratic and disorganized. Uh, Are we seeing something much more disciplined now, even as the candidate himself may go off on various tangents verbally? The the ground game seems to be uh, very much in operation, if I could put it that way. Yeah, that's what everyone will tell you for sure. Um, Trump supporters and just kind of neutral observers. Um, He kind of took the party by storm in 2016 without that kind of like institutional, you know, support and organization. And this time around, he has a very professional operation um, led by, you know, people who are really respective operatives. And um, yeah, there's definitely um, a difference this time around. Washington Post politics reporter Hannah Knowles talking with our Dimitri Silva. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this morning. A major battle locally at the top of the Montgomery County public school system. Superintendent says the school board wants her out. She says, no way, she's not going anywhere. One of those Navy SEALs recently killed was a local from Maryland. And recapping this morning, primary voters in New Hampshire are now beginning to weigh in on the presidential race. Six out of six votes go to Haley, President Trump, none. 
Keep it here for more in just minutes on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Oh, Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Thanks for joining us this 1 a.m. hour. Time now on WTOP is 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed. Traffic first for that. Good morning to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Remnants of the accident involving a tractor trailer southbound 95 pretty much cleared out of, uh, off the right shoulder. It was between 644 and uh, Virginia 289, the Franconia Springfield Parkway. The travel lanes are open and there are no delays. Traffic rolling at a fine and steady pace up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia, even though there are work zones, including on the northbound side of 95 at the Boulevard right lane getting by southbound 95 between the Occoquan and 123 single left lane. He is uh, blocked and then southbound 95 around US 1 in Spotsylvania County down in the Fredericksburg area. Guardrail upgrade operations with the central lane, right lane, right shoulder all closed. On the Beltway out loop right after the Springfield interchange, you find the left lane blocked and then the inner loop uh, just after the Dulles Tow Road in Virginia over on the west side. The left lane, left central lane blocked. The one work zone in Maryland on the Beltway is over by Prince George's or over in Prince George's County on uh, near Pennsylvania Avenue. It's the right lane blocked on the inner loop on 95 southbound of Prince George's County on the approach to the Beltway coming south of Cherry Hill Road. Two right lanes are blocked. And also watch out for the broken water main in Prince George's County. This affects southbound US-1 and Baltimore Avenue between Cherry Hill Road and Lackawanna Street just inside the Beltway. It's the right lane that is closed. Then northbound one at Laurel Park Boulevard in Howard County. More water main work with the right lane right shoulder closed. Montgomery County work zone westbound 200, the inter-county connector on the approach to Lay Hill Road exit to 10, two left lanes blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Higher and higher temperatures coming our way this week. Just got to deal with this cold morning. Temperatures in the 20s out there. Our mornings will not be nearly as cold for the rest of the week and even for the upcoming weekend. Now, there are some scattered clouds currently around the area, but no rain. Later today, our skies will turn mostly cloudy and there is a chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures will be rising into the lower and upper 40s. Better chance for scattered showers on Wednesday. you got areas of rain for Thursday and even Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Coming right up after traffic and weather. New housing in Prince George's hasn't been built where it's supposed to be, so what might be done? I'm John Doman. Right now, temp-wise, we're at 31 in Georgetown, 26 Bowie, 26 Leesburg. We are at 27 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Coming right up on WTLP this morning. Looking beyond winter, D.C. starts accepting applications for its summer jobs program. I'm Nick Ainelli. Plus. Well, Monumental Sports had to say to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla. WTOP News Time, 121. Good morning. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength 
to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. We want to remind you that our latest check of traffic and weather on WTOP this 1 a.m. hour Tuesday has been brought to you by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Good Tuesday morning, January. I wish it was June. January 23rd here at WTOP. Where the time now is one twenty-three. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Here at home, what critics call sprawl has become an election issue locally in Prince George's County in recent years, as new development has not apparently happened where county leaders said it would. With more housing needed, how can the county add more? In recent years, the amount of new housing built inside the Beltway and near metro stations has started to increase. But the county is still far from reaching its targets, with more development happening in places county planning documents say it shouldn't. The planning department will be conducting a study this calendar year to explore how different types of development scenarios in different parts of the county affect tax revenues and public service costs. That study could guide planning department recommendations to make it easier and cheaper to build inside the Beltway, while doing the opposite away from transit centers. Another focus this year is identifying parts of the county that could support uh, missing metal housing and make changes to the zoning code. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, it's still cold with snow on the ground this morning, but D.C. this week already looking beyond winter and focusing on summer jobs. D.C. is now accepting applications for this year's summer jobs program, encouraging residents between the ages of 14 and 24 to apply online. The program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance and use that to secure employment in the future. Mayor Muriel Bowser. It is a collection of great programs and employers who raise their hand and say, I'm committed to have an enriching experience. Last year, about 14,000 young people took part in the program. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. You know, a lot of people locally are excited about the potential move by the Capitals and Wizards to Alexandria, Virginia. Many others are quite worried about the issue. As the legislative side of things plays out in Richmond right now, small business owners getting the chance this week to quiz those behind the project. The transportation and the traffic piece, that seems to be the overriding concern for folks. That's one of the many questions Jordan Silberman with Monumental Sports got during a talk with small businesses in the Delray neighborhood. Silverman says a transportation study will shed light on that. We need to get that information out to folks in the community to have you weigh in and be part of that process. So I would say that's, you know, weeks away, if not even sooner. Rick Harper owns Queen Mother Kitchen in Crystal City and says while he's excited about the extra business the games could bring as an Alexandria native. It does concern me how it impacts um, people that live here and want to continue to live here. Monumental Sports and the developer behind the project plans to hold more meetings with the community in the coming weeks, they say. In Alexandria, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 125 and Steve 